Welcome back, everybody, to episode two with Lily Stuckling of, of Gelato Papa. You are with the counsellor, Lena Messina, and myself, and we are so super excited to have this beautiful woman who is the artisan maker of Gelato Papa. So if you are anywhere in the vicinity of, where is it again, in Preston? <laughs> Uh, 14A Gilbert Road, Preston. Preston, and wonderful. And super open in Fairfield at the Nightingale building. Yes, which is right a beautiful Nightingale. Ready building. to open up her own second store. So that is just wonderful. Such um, an inspiration to many, many women. So in women power, now forget about it, you know, God, we've had a few guys, now we need women power. <laughs> yeah, I know, we need more. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the flavours and what gelato yeah. makes you do. Okay. I guess because I do make my gelato from scratch, there's no limit with my flavours. I can turn any ingredient basically into a gelato flavour. So uh, that's why I've come, I've had some weird and wonderful flavours over the years like gorgonzola um, and quince, um, olive oil. Olive oil? Yeah, it's such yeah. an amazing flavour. It's so light. You would think it would be quite heavy. It's a beautiful, light gelato. And the one I love to make, I make it um, on special occasions, is the Sicilian cannoli flavour. So basically, it's a, de a deconstructed ricotta cannoli uh, made out of gelato. So I make a gelato, um, a ricotta gelato. Um, and then I will put cannoli shells through it. I usually use oh. cannoli shells from... Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> no. Um, from Eat Cannoli, our friends at Eat Cannoli. So we dip those oh. in um, chocolate so they don't go soggy and they stay crunchy in your gelato. Mm. And, we and, what and what amazing artisans they are as well. They we are as well. Speak, we can speak love those guys. Cake. They, yeah, they're great. <laughs> I love them. Yep. Um, you know, and we put candied fruit and pistachio through it. So it is basically like you're, like you're having a ricotta cannoli, but in gelato form. It's, yeah, it's like a cassata. It sounds like a cassata. Yeah. Yeah, with the, yeah. With the candied, candied um, oranges and lemons. Yes, yeah. Ricotta, um, ricotta base, but it's got the beautiful. So guess um, what? The king and the queen have amalgamated. The cassata <laughs> and the cannolo have amalgamated. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some other. Let's talk about some of the traditional flavors, like, for example, chocolate. No, chocolate, there's different flavours and textures of chocolate. Yeah, yeah, so uh, we do... We yeah, do, so just talk about the chocolate. The yeah, chocolate. so we also do... Um, chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. Um, you know, being in um, the north, there are lots of people that don't eat dairy or animal products. So we do a um, chocolate sorbet. Well, it's we call it Jaffa. We put um, orange through it. So we it's a very rich dark chocolate chocolate orange flavor oh my god that sounds delicious so so good <laughs> and then we do just your straight normal chocolate um and then we we also do a nutella um which is chocolate and hazelnut so they're always a stand they're always standards on our on our menus um and then we'll just experiment sometimes i haven't done it for a while we did it the first year we i actually did a chili chocolate during winter. Oh, I had that. I love yeah. chili chocolate. A bit of oomph. 
But I you, did, you, you were just telling us before that you did a gorgonzola gelato. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so basically. Did, how, how did you, that, my brain just, gorgonzola. Yeah, yeah. It, that was a polarizing flavor. People did not know how to take that one because that one is, it's one that sort of crosses that boundary between savory and sweet. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. Um, I used a lot of gorgonzola in that recipe and the ladies at Gervasi, because that's my local Italian uh, grocery <laughs> helper, I asked them I asked them for three kilos of gorgonzola and they're like, what are you doing with all this gorgonzola? I said, I'm making gelato. <laughs> uh, Lily, tell me, do, do, do you do much with figs? Like, do you like yeah. to... Yeah. So what, Every year. About, I love figs. So. Yeah, so... You know, where possible, we like to use locally sourced ingredients. Um, and I've got a few people that are fantastic and they'll always source, different, uh, provide me with different local ingredients. So, uh, but my next door, you know, as an Italian, if you've got a tree that overhangs into your yard, the fruit's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big one here, actually. I should get you to come to my place. <laughs> so, oh, I've got some fennel, actually, a fennel gelato. Oh my God. Yeah. Like wild fennel. All right. I've got wild fennel. I'm bringing it to your place. All okay. Right. <laughs> All right. So, so every year we make a cinnamon and a cinnamon fig, um, cinnamon gelato with fig jam, or us we use just a straight fig gelato that comes off the tree. The fruit comes off the tree. Um, what and about a Nespoli? Have you ever done a Nespoli? Yeah, one? you know what? We tested Nespoli, but they're very oh, tricky because you've got so the pips too in much them. water too. They'd have a lot and of too water. much water, and they were too sweet. It just didn't work, and the colour was very ugly. So I'm like, mm. it just didn't work the Nespoli. Yeah. Have you thought about a don't laugh coffee and uh, sambuca gelato? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Can we make one? Uh, <laughs> I've, at the moment, I've got a tiramisu gelato and we've soaked a saviades in um, a coffee, with coffee and coffee liqueur. Have you done the oh, grappa one? I haven't done a grappa oh, one just yet. Yeah, no, I haven't done grappa. I'll have to, I, I think I'd like to do a limoncello next. A nice oh, summery limoncello. Limoncello's beautiful. That would I'll be get, a great I'll idea. I'm getting the orange limoncello from Limoncello. Oh, it's orange so jello. That's delicious. Yeah. You know, my mouth is salivating. It's salivating. building up and it's building up. And it's yeah. like, you know, I think what we said, what, what, what was you saying before? I'm not going to take it away because you had a really good um, description of what you did or your time in Pierre de Monde. Can you just share that? Because you said yeah. something and it was like, oh, <laughs> that's just my life. Go so, back to what you yeah. did. Can we go back to so, that, Lily? Um, Look, it was a very difficult three weeks where it was gelato by day and wine by night because oh, I was in the middle of one of the so most hard. amazing. So, <laughs> so one of the most amazing wine regions, like some of my no. favourite wines. Your liver would have been kicking something bad. <laughs> <laughs> can I just can I just share to you with you what just happened this morning? I got an inbox from Miguel Ushi. Everybody knows who Miguel Ushi is. He's a great. He's a chef, and he said, Lena. I've dropped off some homemade wine. Can you go to Lucini's and pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> you look at this homemade wine. It's like, this is 
what we do. Isn't it just like being in the villages of, you know, sort of yeah. or Milano or Milano? That's what you represent, Lena. That's what you, because people, when they connect with you, they feel that connection, that instant connection of home. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, you know, we do that as well. Like, I, I don't know if you know the guys from Melbourne, Arancini. Yes, um, I do. Yeah. Yes. They're amazing. What about so, Arancini gelato? Uh, we wouldn't go that far. No. But Laura and I, Laura and I like swapping balls. We swap. I swap my tatufo balls for her arancini balls. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, so tell me, tell me, no. Lily, what does gelato represent to you? That's your offering, like yep. Lena said. When you have come and you've opened up a business, that's your way yep. of showing your love and your passion it through is all that your love. work. But what? Yep gelato mean to you it's always been about the family connection and that's why the name is gelato papa that's my maiden name and it's the papa family who've been making gelato in italy for a number of years oh. um and it's also my branding oh. so when it's i work so beautiful papa, oh thank you <laughs> a story um, behind lily yeah and the gelato yes. <laughs> um and that's a book. when I worked with the, um, you should do a children's book, Lily and the Gelato. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I can Sorry. see that. I can see that, Lily. Yeah. I can see Lily and the Gelato. Oh, and the theme of the store. I actually can see that, Lily and the Gelato. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. After I open up the second store, Lena, I'll start working on the children's book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and. When um, it was time to design the brand, I had all these, you know, my, my branding person came back with all these wonderful designs and so forth, but they didn't resonate. They felt empty. And I was like, this is about my connection to my heritage and my family. It's personal. And as a child, I used to play scorpa and briscola with my dad all the time. Do you have so, a, a, an emblem of your, near you? Do you have one uh, near you? don't have one near me, unfortunately. Okay, well, Lena's probably going to look it up while you've continued. No, 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 I'm just, I actually was about Hold to on. post. I'm so excited and about to interview Lily from July. Here you go. Can you see that? There you yeah, go. Oh, yeah, there you that's go. That's yeah, yeah. beautiful. That, right? and that. It's a black, that that's, that's what she wrote. There you go. Look, we are, gel I don't even know if you can see it that way. Yep, yep. <laughs> so I just looked it up beforehand. While you're talking, I'll actually show you. So the you front put of the, the you put the scuba cards because it was reminded you of playing scuba with your dad. Go on, dad, and also that link to Sicily and heritage and family, you know, um, and that's why I chose that branding because it's always been about that's that link deep. to heritage. That's deep. Yeah, I, I just didn't want to have. Oh, we'll just you know do some fluffy design and it'll be on trend now and then in five years. So it who won't was be on to stay? that when you were a little girl playing scuba with your dad. Who would have known? Look, 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 look how vibrant oh that is. Oh my gosh, Lena, we've got to, I've got to come down. <laughs> You've got to come and visit me, Candela. Come and visit me. I will, <laughs> I will, my love. But you, so, know, yeah. you know what I love the most? I love this one, look at this, look at the family. Can I just share with you, I, as you know, I've got a lot of festas around, you name it, I go. 
And every time I run in, and I know he's going to be there, and I know Gelato Papa's going to be there, I can't even queue. I can't even get anywhere near buying one because it's forever and ever. The Merbu Festival, I was there for so long, the queues were horrendous, horrendous. And I'm going, I have to go back to Melbourne. I'm not going to get a gelato. So I'll go to I'll go to Miller Street and go pick one up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to Miller Street, go buy one. It's, it's and it's like everybody and I hear because I I pay attention not only to the consumer's passion in delivering the service and the you know the transfer of love of their product, I also listen to the consumers and I and their feedback in terms of when they taste it and they go oh and I listen to the kids go oh mama this is good or I listen to that because I think that's important feedback because sometimes we have our own filters and we know what the passion and the purpose and the drive is, but sometimes it doesn't resonate to the consumer. And I'd like to see that interlink because it's like a loop. You, yeah. This is your passion, this is your purpose, you've got it from the core of who you are and you're transferring it over to somebody else where there's an exchange, they also have to have that vibrancy and that, and you won't get that from a packet item. No, 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 definitely sugar. not. You can taste the sugar because the sugar will Yeah, you get that rush. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically, and our gelato isn't sweet. It's all about, for me, it's about doing things authentically and using quality products. But then it's not just about, the, it is, the product is the main focus, but it's also about the other customer touch points. You know, when you come into our store, we want you to feel welcome. We want your children to feel welcome. You know, we, we take pride in training our staff members, you know, to deal with the tricky questions because we have a lot of people with food allergies yeah. um, or intolerances and so forth. So I, I want to ensure that when you come in, you have a great experience, you know, not only because you eating the product but also the the service that comes before you you receive your product and the ongoing service like we've got a lot of regulars and we like to get to know them um so it's about forming a connection and being part of our a local community as well and then miller street precinct is a community involvement and i yeah and i do watch a lot of a lot of kids on their bike you know when they're going yeah. to School, a lot of people walking and then dropping in to get a gelato. And I see, and they just sit there with their family and sit on the streets. I'm looking forward to summer. That needs to come back. Stuff correct. Yeah. This has got to stop, right? We need to get that out there. It's got to stop. Now, Lily, I want to say this. Just listening to you talk has reminded me about your why. But it's what people have have to maybe be aware of is that Lily's whole journey has taken her to where she is right now. Her whole childhood, her whole journey, slowly, slowly, slowly. So when you go and you see Lily and you have her gelato, it's not just the gelato that you're eating. You are eating her heritage. She's sharing that, her journey, her life, her passion comes through that and it comes through those flavors am i correct yeah, yes absolutely. definitely thank you i yes. know i'm a consumer 100%, 100%. Cream, yeah yeah I, so, i'm very very passionate about what we do i'm just like very extremely and we're and lucky what... we are lucky to have people like yourself 
that set themselves apart, go in a debt, go to do that, that entrepreneur in you to go and do that, to share your passion. Because without people like yourself that open up your store, we wouldn't have the delicacies of, of what we've got. Oh, thank you. And, and you know what, and, and at the start, when you open up a store, what's really interesting is all the suppliers, all the ingredient suppliers, they all come and they swarm around you like vultures and they're all like trying to sell you their fake flavours. And they keep saying to you, oh, you won't do this made from scratch forever. It'll be too difficult. It'll be too difficult for you. You'll give it up. You'll, you'll oh, end up getting... And you know what, Lily's going to go, bring it on. You bring it me. on, no you way. What's the Syrians do? You tell me I can't do it, I'll do it even better. You give me something that you say I can't, let me do it. I love that about us. Do not tell me you cannot do something because I'll do it and I'll do it to what I think it needs to be done. Don't say no. There's no such thing as no. I'll do a yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's also, you know. You said that you had a long line of the women in your family. Yes, it's been my Kujini that um, um, make the gelato in the family. Or your, or your Kujini, the lady Kujinis? The la- yeah, the lady Kujinis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my cousins are a little bit older than I am. So um, they're the ones that started, you know, the gelato making um, in their pasticceria slash bar in uh, Sortino. So what's the bar called if anyone's going up to Sicily? Well, unfortunately, they have now shut the bar. Um, yeah, so one, my, my cousin, one of the main gelati makers, unfortunately, she passed away recently. So that's, yeah. Sorry to hear that. No, yeah. no, they haven't closed the bar. They've transferred them uh, yes. to Melbourne. Come on. They haven't yes, they have. They've transferred to Melbourne. They've gone, into, they've gone, they've gone international. Yes, <laughs> that's it. And that's what I said. It's international. <laughs> and that's what I've said. It's always about continuing the family tradition in Melbourne. And hopefully I can pass it on to my daughter as well. I know. So what, tell, me about, tell me about your children. What's it like for them growing up? It's like a lolly shop, you know, kids growing up in a lolly shop. But how, how is it for them? It's like, oh, what I, I, I can't imagine what that's like. Like, what's it like for your children? I think the most hilarious thing that they've said was when we first opened, they were at, you know, eating breakfast and Xavier, he's he's 12 and Eve's eight. They were having a chat and um, Eve said to Xavier, do you think it would have been better if mum opened up a lolly store or the gelato store? (laughs) (laughs) They they love it. They are my biggest critics. They're the ones that always like harass me about bringing back certain flavours. They are. They're awesome. They're right into it. Um, Xavier's more about front of house. He's about customer service and he's Ooh. about the finances. Yes. Bravo. Where Eve's more about being out the back and being creative. So wow, you've loves... a combination of both. Yeah, so, good combination. So is there a gelato you'd like to create but you think there's a barrier in creating that because it could be controversial oh. in terms of the flavour infusions or is there something that you're really dying to perfect but you, you know there's a secret ingredient in in that and you you know is there going to be a taste testing secret in, oh, maybe you could do date <laughs> nights you know where people could come along and yes. Bli- <laughs> we blindfold them and uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> taste this gelato i guess 
we've sort of crossed all boundaries. Like, you know, we did a maple syrup bacon gelato. So oh, get out of here. No. I, I, <laughs> I don't know about making a salami gelato. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> a Sicilian salami. Come on, porchetta. Uh, maybe we could do fennel. <laughs> fennel. No, I would love to taste a fennel. A fennel and, uh, oh God, a fennel and, and blood orange. orange. What and about orange. blood orange and fennels? Oh, come on. I'll make you some especially, Lena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me about Sicily. Um, how, uh, what, have you, how many times you've, have you been there? And what's your favourite part of Sicily? And what do you think being Sicilian resident, what does being Sicilian mean to you? Oh, okay. I've been to Sicily about, I think it's four or five times. Um, the last time I visited, I took my husband with me, so he doesn't speak a word of Italian. How did that <laughs> go? Like, oh, my did... goodness. He was just like, because, you know, he's, he's, he's used to, he loves the family over here, but they're a bit more relaxed. When we arrived in Sicily, all the men are kissing him, and he's like, I don't know if I can handle this for 10 days. <laughs> Um, but within a couple of days, he wanted to move to Sotiro. And I'm like, yeah, he loved it so much. Just oh, wow. loved it, loved it. It's so, really interesting because Aussie men, um, when there are some Aussie men, I, I'll, I'll say, use that term, yeah. that really, really resonate yeah. with the Sicilian way of life. And it's like, you know, and you think like, you know, updated Aussie men was like, oh, God, you, I shouldn't say that on television or whatever it is <laughs> it's like you know the Aussie it's like oh you know we're pretty out there and it can be quite confronting with somebody who's not used to that loud Sicilian way of life and we're so passionate <laughs> so driven you know and then it comes along and Aussie's like oh no I like it and I go what really are you comfortable with people yelling? That's how we normally talk. It's like, yeah. I know. And, and, and you know, when his parents met my family, they're like, oh, is everything okay? Oh, yeah, they're just talking. You know? <laughs> they thought that we were like, oh, blah, 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 like yelling. No, 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 we're just talking. We're just talking. Yeah, we're just talking. Fine. <laughs> I know. Um, what does Sicily mean to you? Sicily, look, when I went to Sicily for the first time, it was such an eye opener. It was like this. I have pretty much most of my dad's side of the family is still in Sicily. So I had this big missing chunk of me and my family, my heritage and connection over there. And I got over there and I was like, this is like home. And I've got all this, all these beautiful family members who live so far away. And it was just an amazing experience. So it really is about family. And then I just love the culture. Um, the landscape and the culture of Sicily, you know, it's been invaded by so many civilizations. You 13 know. denominations. Yeah. All the amazing Greco Roman ruins, you know, Selenunti, um, you know, Talmina. Yeah. Agrigento. You know, Agrigento. But then I love Palermo. I love the Palermo. Of Palermo. You know, I just so beautiful, and it's still untouched. Like you go, and there aren't many tourists, and it's just I love it. I love it. It's just I always feel like there's a part of me when I go over there that feels at home. Yeah, and tell me, Lily, how do you how do you transfer that 
love of our culture to your children? Do they resonate with that? Is it too confronting for them? Or do they think, oh, you're too old-fashioned. You know, this is Aussie. You know, this is Australia, mum. Like, you know, oh, how, do, no how do they cope? Oh, they want to change their surname to Papa. They said, can we be a Papa too? <laughs> they want to get rid of the stockings. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I know. They, they just... For some reason, I think it's the I think it's the food um, and so forth. They just love this, the the whole Sicilian culture. And what yeah. about your mother? As in, oh well, my mum's passed away, so my kids get there. So my mum passed away when Xavier was uh, ten months old. So they get all the Sicilian culture and heritage from my dad, who's amazing, and you know he cooks Sicilian food for them. So they get all that from Nonno. And where was your mum from? Also Sortino. Both of them were from Sortino. Okay. Were they childhood yeah. sweethearts? Did they meet? Did they no. meet over? Here? No, they um they met over here because half the town migrated. <laughs> <laughs> to Faulkner? To Faulkner? Yeah, Campbellfield. 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 <laughs> on the border. On the border. <laughs> yeah, it's on the border. <laughs> I don't know. You know, your surname Papa is um. Do you, your family, I think that my cousin married a papa. Oh, oh because no. there's not many of us here. So my, so it was basically my dad and my zeal who um, ran an asparagus farm in Kuiira, of course. My cousin, my cousin is um, uh, married. I think her name is Danielle Papa. Oh, no, we don't know them. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. So it's good that the whole town of Sortino moved and migrated to Victoria. And what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what kind of, um, what was their, uh, what did they do, a lot of the people in Sortino? Where did they start working? Do you know um, what their trades were? When they came to Australia? Yeah. Yeah, I've got to say, like my mum, my mum and my auntie and a whole heap of women, they worked in the rag trade. Yeah. They worked in Collingwood sewing. Um, My dad worked for Grollo for many years. Ah, yeah. Yep. A lot of concreting. Um, There was also the farming aspects, like in Kuirup, with my family as well. There's a lot of um, uh, people from Sochino and Kuirup, and they have like the Santa Sofia festival there every year. Mm. So that's the patron saint. Is that the um, patron saint? Yeah. Yeah. Santa Sofia. Sofia. Santa Sofia. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm actually just, I'm researching where Sortino is. Um, it's, show uh, us, can you show us on the phone? Yeah, I'm just looking, it, uh, um, I just changed it. It's basically um, right near Pantalica. So yeah, it's more basically. Than yeah, cheese yeah. comes from that big yeah. cheese. Yeah, so the Pantalica and, and, family are from Sortino as well. Oh, well, yeah. Lena, they're the next ones we've got to, um, Okay, right, and and it's really um, yes, yeah, Santa Sophia is a patron saint. E- interesting, they sh- they spell it with a ph, whereas I thought Sophia was spelt with an f. That's really interesting. That's a little little bit of contra- controversial there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just reading um, now, Pantalica. That was the caves. So that yes. what happened? Yeah, it was an so ancient necropolis. 
Yes, and then when there was the war in World War Two, a lot of the Sicilians flew and hid in these particular um, caves along the Pantelica and Siragusa region, the Provincia Siragusa, because yeah. they have more of those. Whereas in Provincia Catania, there aren't any of those caves, but in Provincia Siragusa, in I, I actually went and saw a few of those actually. Oh, did you? Um, oh, I okay. did. Um, the first time I went in 1990, when I went to no, this is the first time I went to just explore more yeah, and I yeah. went into those caves which is really interesting because you wouldn't even they're so they're, they're like like the chameleon they're hidden into the rock surfaces and you don't yeah. even know that there's entry no. points into those caves you just all of a sudden they're, they're there and you don't even know that they're there so it was it was um, a safe haven during World War Two for the Sicilians when there was the, the invasion so uh, yeah. they're really yeah it, that is something to explore when you go into Sicily Areas. And the Pantelica family herded their sheep um, as well through through the caves and stuff like that. So that's yeah. you know, and that's where the name comes from, I guess. For their, I'm pretty sure that's where the name comes. I could yeah. be making that yeah, one up, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't know, yeah. sometimes we don't. Our names don't come from the region that we're given. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on this matter. We'll talk uh, we've about got it. Uh, we've got to go. Our time okay. is up. So um, thank you so much, Lily. Uh, you no shared, worries. You thank shared you. your life, your whole family story, which is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Lily. Thank you. And I think for me, um, why I reached out to Lily is that I know how congruent, because some people will say they're Sicilian and that's all they'll say. But I'm interested in meeting the people that say they're their Sicilian because I want to know about the journey and what that impact of that life and the culture has on them and how that continues and and somebody like Lily is congruent with her actions and what yeah. being Sicilian and it's just not about food it's about family it's yeah, about yeah. that exchange of that fire and that passion and what it means to you because you could be a joiner and still have that link to your traditional values or you can even be a train driver and you you know it doesn't matter and I know we generally resonate with food but you've able to use the infusion between not only of our Sicilian food culture, but then you've gone far and beyond and use other um, uh, food substances to deliver that. But the other thing also is, is you've said no to package stuff and said, yeah. I'm going to do things the authentic way because the authentic way is going back to basis. And our people, you know, that live today want to eat good, authentic food. We don't want to yeah. be surviving off stuff that's coming from a packet so I just wanted to say thank you for sharing thank you Lily. your journey with us your culture that resonates with true to your authentic self and who you are um oh, and it's, it's, evident, it's evident you know it's evident when you walk into your store now I'm gonna <laughs> ring up it's gonna get a text saying gelato I just got a text saying we have a gelato tomorrow yeah okay well <laughs> so thank you thank you thank and you for having me no, You're welcome, my you darling. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for letting me share my story. Thank Bye, you. I will. So, so, Bye. Thank you, and we'll hopefully Bye. we'll get Lily on another episode and um, through summer, and she can maybe in her store we could do once COVID's gone. Yeah. We'll do a little. Yeah, we'll do some gelato and some live gelato. gelato. That'll be 
so good and share it to because we're getting people from america tuning in oh really yeah oh, yeah and it's like oh okay so lena and i our relationship has birthed sicilian queens and sicilian queens is about discovering all the sicilians of the world and sharing it to the world yeah i love it i love your mission that's, all, that's it, all it is it's all voluntary it's all it's voluntary, voluntary. All we don't get paid for it it's doing it in our free time it's part of our passion because we want to know with that we know how many sicilians that have gone and expanding all different parts of the world including we'll probably end up interviewing people in sicily as well right that we know and that's what it's about it's about sharing the sicilian to the world because the sicilian is multicultural we uh, we yeah. adapt in wherever we are so yeah. thank you everybody for listening in thank you, thank you and see us the next time as sicilian queens bye Ciao.